0: Welcome to the Kingdom's Insider Podcast. I'm Craig McCarroll, joined by my beautiful wife, Andrea. We are here to talk to you a little bit about what our life entails and the things that we do, the struggles we have, the things that work and don't work, and the trials and tribulations that consist in our life and hopefully relate to yours. Andrea, is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Kingdoms Insider Podcast. Craig and I are starting this podcast with the topics based on being entrepreneurs, um, blending a family, love, and connection, and basically the things that have developed us into the people that we are today. We've talked a little bit about building our businesses and how we came to being. I guess how we came. To developing those companies and those brands and why based on our outcomes. So that was based in our last episode we talked about, that's not your kid, parenting other people's kids, aka step parenting. Um, so we've kind of gone a little bit into everything. Um, today's episode is all based off of our relationships and the tools and just checking in with you guys, thanking you so much from the bottom of our hearts and for all of your support, all of your listens, and um, your awesome feedback and getting involved. So we just want to take this time on this short podcast to just thank you all for doing that and to share a little bit about the tips um, that we feel like we can give you guys as the episode of just basically giving back and um, having something to offer you guys. So um, today I guess we're just going to kind of kick it off and kind of ask you some questions and kind of going back on some things I feel like we've had to overcome this week and based on the tools that we've developed over the past couple years through all of our self-development that we've done, our self-improvement, things that we've been really involved in the past two years, um, and just kind of talk about um, our relationship, um, the relationships around us, and um, so Craig, how do you feel like um, how you've been able to kind of heal your past relationships and be open for new ones because it seems like you're surrounded by I know you have your brotherhood from the military um you being uh, a recon marine and so you already have that kind of brotherhood that's thicker than blood, but I've seen you develop so many new relationships and so and I've seen so many people and me myself hold back from um opening up and getting to know people or letting people in because of those past relationships. So how do you think that you can you share a little bit about how you've been able to be at peace with your past relationships and have all this room for So you're talking months? about like the
0: at peace with the relationships that I regret having and that are are like how do I open my heart to new relationships.
1: Yeah, you're, you're, you're oh, everywhere you go, I mean, you could be in the middle of the ocean, and you're always with somebody, and you always come back with, oh, I have a new friend, and even, like, when we went out on Saturday night for the gala. Yeah. you came back and you're like, first thing Sunday morning, oh, my friend already texted me. I'm like, how do you have friends already? Like, I don't know. So that's something that I've been really working on the past two weeks is working on my tribe um, and kind of working on the network that I have already. But they're, it's not deep enough. I don't know if deep is the word to go. But you just always seem to have this amazing ability to just constantly, and you've had some of the most damaging things you can do when it comes to trust in a relationship, whether it was your past marriage, your friends, your family, whatever it is. And you're just always open for new relationships and connect with people so easily.
0: Yeah. So I think that the, um, so to simplify my answer is just, I try to always keep an open heart and an open mind to everybody, whatever their beliefs are. I've seen a lot of uh, things with like religion and being raised, uh, raised in the Mormon religion, and then seeing other people's points of view of religion is one point of view. And then another thing is like everybody has their things that they believe in, and I always kind of see everything as in an in a open mind and to kind of take their, their point of view into consideration. And then the other thing is, it's like throughout your life, I feel like you are tested and you're challenged and you have problems come up and then you make choices, the best choice that you can to make at that time and you do the very best you can and then um, to not live in the regret of those past decisions and to have closure of it, I just look, I chalk it all up to learning experiences and that's where the wisdom comes from. But one of the biggest things that opened my mind to Um, seeing other people even outside of my brotherhood of the the recon brotherhood is to look at everybody as we are all human and we all have, um, there's a little piece of me, you know, with that, that can relate to everybody. So if I go out surfing and I know nobody out there, I know that that person has something in common with me because we're out on a surfboard together. So we obviously are already on the same page or if we, um are at so you the just same have, like
1: the social like talent to just be like okay so we're both on a surfboard so i can just if anything i can just talk to you about surfboards I'm I, don't think, I don't even think i don't even think about or... what it is
0: i'm talking to you about i'm just like common courtesy of being like hey what's up man how are you doing hey how are you doing today oh you're at the same event like the other night when we were at that event and i'm like what's up man what's your story I don't give a shit how rich you are or how successful you may think you are. We're all human. And it doesn't matter how fat your pocketbook is that describes that person to me. You're still a person and you still have fears, limiting beliefs, and everything else that every other person um, has to fight with. And so, why do I- you
1: think there's such a big. Um, I think there's more, maybe it's just the people that when we do go out, there seems to be so much more instant judgment. So when we automatically meet people, or we get introduced to a group of couples our age, and we all are kind of in the same thing, we're all kind of entrepreneurs, we're all have kids, we all, you know, we're kind of just at that age, where we meet that type of group of people. And it always seems like the first five or 10 minutes, it's like, Judge, 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 judge. And like everybody's scaling each other, looking each other up and down. I'm like, when did this, when did this, it seems like there's so much more of this. Why aren't there more people like you? Like, why do you think that? You I think have that's what I'm, I think I'm first? taking that
0: opportunity to be like, look, I'm not, I'm not judging you. I don't care. Let's just, let's just hang out. This is a fun event or whatever it is. We can make a, an event fun no matter what it is. But I see but people
1: even resist you and you're the most. No, And then non- I don't
0: understand. And I'm like, why does this person not like me?
1: <laughs> Seriously. But it always seems like there's some, there's always people that are so hesitant and I'm just like, why, why are like, why can't we be friends? You know? And like coming, trying to find the right people has been some of the hardest things that Craig and I have had to do living in Idaho. And going to the events and having the type of people around us that we've insisted on surrounding ourselves with. Just because when you go to those seminars and you those self-improvement things and you kind of know what you're going to get out of those, you don't, you're not allowed to do that. So I think that's kind of why I was like, I want to go back and that's just where I want to be is in that room with those people. And, and it's just like something I've just been noticing so it happens every day and i you know and the
0: people that you want to surround yourself with like what does that person really look like that, that for me it's somebody that supports me in my dreams doesn't give me any sort of uh if i if i if it's feedback they're giving me it's positive feedback saying that's fucking awesome go for it you can blow this up you can do that yeah. you know anything and what are the people that you want to surround yourself with yeah like-minded type of people right
1: Mm -hmm. and it's just so it's getting so hard to have friends like you don't have a friend like i feel like i don't you either don't have a friend but you have like this amazing tribe backing you up and you have all these you know people that are kind of having your back as far as like people that you've met or mentors or coaches or whatever it is um but I just don't have friends anymore because everybody always seems like they have to get something out of it, out of you. Like, Oh, you don't yeah, have, like anything to, always yeah. have
0: an agenda. Like, what can I do? Out of, what can I get out of you to help me succeed? Like I, I noticed the same thing. And this
1: yeah, is like, I guess, to the point where I look at like a girl, for instance, like my age and I'll just automatically look at her and I'm like, I don't have anything to offer you. So I don't think we could be friends. And it's just like, it seems so sad that it's getting to that point where you're scanning the person up and down and you're like, nope, we don't. don't, So how how do you, how do you
0: break it down? Because after a while you break it down with people and then you have, I
1: have to literally lower myself, lower my standards. Um, I have to be, lower myself down and I'm like. And I'm like six foot with heels on, so I'm. So you're all right- saying
0: physically lower yourself down?
1: No, emotionally, <laughs> Let me my, to your my level. confidence <laughs> level has to go down. My height has to go down. My pot, like my posture, everything has to be lowered so they don't feel so like they need to just be mean or something, you know. And so it's like that's the one thing that I'm just
0: a badass female. No. Yeah,
1: you are. So I just feel like it's getting harder and harder, but that's just something I've always envied with you is, like, I haven't even really had that much trauma in relationships. I think that... With women, it's super, super hard for me to open up to because of the people that I have opened up to where I thought we were going to be best friends forever. Like, I wasn't a cheerleader. I didn't have that amazing camaraderie with girls. I didn't have that special clique in high school. I didn't have those special pictures, you know, at dance or whatever. I dreaded dance because I didn't know who I was going to go with and I didn't have that special group that all the people just kind of went with. Um, and so it, you know, the couples that I have let in, I've always been extremely disappointed. They've always kind of like broke my heart. They've always kind of, um, that's kind of a strong word for it, talking about a girlfriend, but no, that's all right. You it's get your
0: feelings hurt.
1: Yeah. So it's just, um, I think with that, it's been, um it's made it more a lot more challenging for me to open up when it comes to just
0: yeah because you were really slow at opening up with me too you i had to pursue you for at least six months before you even go out to dinner with me and then we went out to dinner and then it was like a little bit here a little bit here like come on you know it took a lot of effort on my part to get you to open up to me
1: yeah
0: why do you think that is Where's this getting deep?
1: No, I think it's because (laughs) I... I don't know. I don't have that, like, ability like you have that when you... No matter what, like, you just make friends. Like, do you want to be my friend? And you just know what to say. You know how to get them to just, like, text you the next morning. Like, I would never even give a girl my number because... I would be so afraid that she would. I got that
0: judge number. Boom. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so
1: weird that this is kind of where this podcast is going as far as connection and relationships mm-hmm. go. But it's just so I and I haven't even really had like been cheated on I haven't even really had any of that traumatic stuff happen to me like you have and what you just constantly have this it's... ability to be open and I'm like well who fucked me up so bad that hurt me so bad when it came to being ghosted like I could think of the girls that I really really liked and I'm like can you and I click like you and I have the same interests. you and I have the same things in common like you and I can be there for each other all of those things. And I've just been ghosted for no reason. And so I think it's so much harder for me to open up. And I just don't know if it's me not ever really having or feeling the need to ever have a fake relationship or use anybody. Because I've never really needed anybody for anything. Not even a guy. Not even. Yeah. So I think it's just ugh, it's because of that I'm just so fearful of rejection. And I, But it's so weird because I haven't even really had that. So, that's just what I wanted you to kind of touch on is how you have that ability to just constantly be open and if it was because you were able to heal those past relationships
0: I don't know if those past relationships were ever truly healed. I just let them go though, and understand that i it was nothing that I did to it wasn't my choice of letting my letting someone into my life to and then it, it, I, don't, I have no control over what that person does. So if I let somebody, it's my choice to let somebody in. And if you choose to to shit all over that, for lack of better terms, then that's your loss because I'm probably the best friend that you could possibly ever have. I'm
1: Maybe that's the problem. Maybe I don't really feel like that.
0: You're not a good friend.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like... <laughs> Oh, you know, you really screwed up because I'm the best friend you could have ever had. You like, are I've never super really...
0: loyal, though. Like, if once you you're friend, like, your are true friends that, you know, just because, like, you have the, the couple that are here in town, but the rest of them that are in different states and around the world are, you're true blue to them. And yeah. you would do anything for them. For sure. I know that you would never back there, stab them in the back or anything like that. And that's, that's, uh, that is a true friend. And you do offer a lot in that way. And I think that more than anything, you're closed off to that because you don't. There's something in you that's like, well, maybe you just see through the bullshit. And so you're like, "Eh, whatever. That's what I mean. You're you're full of shit. So I'm going to – I let people be full of shit. And I'm like, okay, be full of shit. I'm going to be the nice guy and we're just going to have fun or whatever it is. and Yeah. I don't really –
1: If I can see that a girl's fake or if I can see that someone is just wanting to hang out with me because of something, I automatically put my guard up and I'm, you know, I have that wall up so she can't ever hurt me because I know that we can't possibly be true friends. And it's just like, how do you get over, you know, those girls ghosting me or having those relationships just kind of end and I don't know why and they just stop wanting to hang out with me or whatever, you know, or not having people feel the same way about the relationship as I did like why didn't you hold it to the same standard as I did and it's so hard for me to open up again And I mean it takes years it seems like and so I guess that leads us into our next point of letting go of old beliefs so you can create new ones so how do you feel what is like give us an example of a belief that you've let go in order to create a new one and why was it so easy for you
0: well, I think it uh, goes back to like the rules you put in place for those beliefs. Mm-hmm. So like um, I, I've i dealt with anger management, I guess you'd call it anger management or lack of management of anger. And uh, I'm pretty hot hot uh, under the collar. And um, so one of the biggest things was I started noticing that the, after we broke down those rules of what I put in place to feel disrespected, like what was the things that... Um, made me angry and it was crazy how easy it was for me to make myself angry. So once you change, once I changed those rules, then I was able to say, all right, now I can't be angry. I'm not angry because that, these things, that's, didn't happen. this didn't actually happen. And then, so that was one of my, I guess, beliefs is that I would, uh, if I feel disrespected, I get pissed off and I go um, address the situation in a very, aggressive way but other beliefs of like i think one of the biggest things of beliefs i've had to change with um being with you is that i had to teach myself that uh to not believe that all females cheat on their husbands or boyfriends or whatever significant others that there are people that are actually true and believe and i had to teach myself to believe that you were true to me. And so how
1: has that affected that relationship?
0: Our relationship? Well, yeah, you know, it's been it's been up and down all over the place. I
1: no, just since you've been able to get rid of that old belief that all women cheat, all women are just with you until their needs are met, and then they're on the highway. Like yeah. how has Getting rid of that belief and having a new one that someone actually are worthy of this relationship. And there really is somebody you just haven't met believing that with. you're
0: not talking shit behind my back and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are the kind of tormenting things that go through my head. I used to go through and my I'm head. the type of person, I'm
1: like, I'm married to you. So if I'm talking shit behind your back, then that's a huge reflection on me because I'm in this marriage too. So... That's like some of the things that you've had beliefs on. I'm like, that wouldn't even make any sense because that would make me look bad, but it doesn't matter how it makes me, you feel that was a belief. So how has that, how has it affected
0: since now that I've made those changes in my beliefs?
1: Yeah. Um, which
0: is constant work. I still find myself falling back to those beliefs. I have to shake my head, do some cartwheels and get out of my head. But, uh, uh, it's changed dramatically as far as our our relationship goes. I feel like I have a friend and I'm and I'm with somebody that I can ultimately trust with everything. And it, it mitigates a lot of the fighting now because now my insecurities and it's okay to be vulnerable with you and and actually, you know, fully be fully f- submersed in our relationship where it was before it was like, Oh, she's going to fucking leave now. It's going to fucking, o- it's going to be over. I did this, you know, or, or whatever. I got to go out of town. So she's probably gonna go find another boyfriend, you know, those kind of things. That's sort of the old beliefs. But I, ever since I have been working on changing those beliefs and actually being there and more present with my relationship, it's worked out. It's, it's feels like a real, I think, the way a real relationship should be, because I was raised in a very, I thought, healthy relationship. My parents are still married and they had a great relationship, and that's all I ever wanted. And now I feel like that with the changing of my beliefs and really letting go of all the past shit, I'm able to you know really feel like I have that relationship.
1: I think I've wanted. I think like the biggest one for me, and again going back to like the rules you you associate or you the rules you put in place in order to feel that way. Mm-hmm. I think like a big one for me was um, failure. So um, I think that once I was able to get rid of that fear of never putting myself out there, never getting in a serious relationship, never um, doing anything like that, put myself out there to get hurt. I think when I put the new rules into place, it's really helped me as far as you won't, you won't feel like a failure unless you go after the same thing you did 10 years ago, knowing that it, you didn't succeed or enjoy it. And once I put like that place, just for an example, that rule in place, I was like, every time I was like, Oh, I'm going to fail. I'm like, no, you only fail if you do this and that's really something that's really really helped me um, to obtain a new belief that I didn't feel failure anymore so I was like what am I gonna what am I gonna do today you know how the hell am I gonna accomplish this this, isn't this I'm just gonna take one step forward and move that needle just a little bit higher keep my standards high and it just like you had so much more to go and focus on because you you've made those feeling so much more harder to feel and when it comes to relationships it's I really just try to be kind to myself as far as just let yourself um, you know have your mask off to feel free and so if I know who I am and kind of getting more and more comfortable with myself and who I am every day and not be so worried about no one's gonna like me no one's gonna want to know what I have to say no one gives a crap what I've been through um, the more and more I was able to kind of let all that go, I am able to go up to, you know, girls or introduce myself to a woman or finally take a woman up on an invitation to go to these women meet and greet lunches and stuff, which I always thought were so crazy before. And just kind of let curiosity, kind of something we talked about in our last episode, is just let curiosity be the be- have the best of you today. And just go there and kind of see what happens. And if I leave and nobody cared, nobody wanted to hang out with me, nobody invited me back, then you know what, I hopefully... I learned something, and I have so many more women out there that know that I exist, and they didn't know that I existed before. And if anything, we are all we all deserve to just be, to feel like we exist. So that's why it's always, like, so important to, you know, that we teach our kids is to just, like, don't ever ignore people. You know, Craig is huge on, if I'm talking to you, you have to say something back. And it just goes, made me think about, like, just the feeling of feeling like you exist is Good enough for me at the day. If I'm going to keep my my expectations super low, and I was able to feel that, then sweet. So yeah,
0: because you're non-responsive at times.
1: Yeah, and I just <laughs> and I just go and I just try to like keep that freedom that I'm really trying to just feel and not wear any masks because I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of someone not liking me. I'm afraid of never having any friends. I'm afraid of someone ghosting me again and me introduce myself to all of these women and then they end up you know just pretending to be my friend for that one evening or whatever it is um this isn't something that's been really really hard on me all of my life but I think it's more important to feel free and know that at the end of the day you were you and you didn't stop being you because if you were afraid of someone else's approval so um, how important do you think that it is, um, for you to go through those rough times for those people to, um, screw you over or have those people do those things to you? Like how important do you think it was for you to go through those things in order for you to be who you are today and grow into that person and develop those new beliefs and rules?
0: I think that it's kind of, um, you can go either way you can go in a positive way from these from those experiences and uh be like hey i'm never going to do that to anybody i'm going to uh, i'll never treat somebody that way or you can go a complete opposite way and be like okay i don't i'm not going to trust anybody now walls are coming up and i will just make sure that i'm following the uh, acronym igm i got mine and then so for for me on that on that type of uh, scenario, it's like where I think that um, it's just being able to learn from those experiences. I think from the pain and the, and all those experiences that you come with, like to like just this morning, I was talking about the pain with uh, getting screwed over with orange theory. And, but that, that business deal taught me so much about business and Mm -hmm. how to, how to implement making sure that you have certain things in in line and why they did and it kind of made you understand like why they made the decisions that they made also for sure and um you can kind of so i i have learned a lot from that and i think from i always say that that's what that's why the gray hairs equal wisdom or the lack of gray hair equal wisdom and it's because you have to that's part of life, and that life is a big roller coaster. And sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to get up and put your hands up and go for the ride. And the the bad things and the problems end up being the best gifts for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I How do you so feel? Too. I think that um, you just learn so much from it, and you feel so much stronger when you when you get up. You know, And it's like when you're able to get up, dust it off, and know that you walked away from something that you thought at that time was so unfair, your life was so over, you didn't deserve this, and you can go on and on and on and on, and on into that pity and let it take the best of you. But there's nothing better than the feeling now looking back on how it made me feel when I was like, I'm over it, screw them, too bad for them you know, shame on that person. They're really missing out. I'm the best friend you could have ever had.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think one thing that that will put you in a negative state would be, uh, feeling sorry for yourself. So I noticed that even with, with you, if I continue to feel sorry for myself, I'll put myself into a downward spiral and things just get worse. Mm -hmm. But if you stop feeling sorry for yourself and then you're just saying, you know what, it's time to attack the world. Let's, let's Put the uh, boots back on, and like through um, breakups and uh, you know relationship breakups or business breakups or whatever it is, you have. To, I've always questioned myself like, I'm I'm my own person, and what would me as my own person be doing right now? And those because you already know the answers, you already know what to be and how to be, and what really makes you lights you up, and that's what you need to stick with, and. I think that's really important in a relationship too, is that you have two individuals and keeping that in mind that, you know, I, at first I think we were trying to always, I was trying to like, okay, we, we're one person, we do everything together and we do a lot of stuff together, don't get me wrong on that, but it's that we are two individuals and, you know, sometimes we have great ideas and they come together and other times it's okay to be, um, to be that individual person.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I kind of went off on a different subject,
1: but <laughs> The one thing that also helps me something that I've had to literally say out loud, or like look at in my, in myself in the mirror like a crazy person. And I'm like, Andrea, this had nothing to do with you. This had nothing to do with you. So it kind of keeps yeah. you away from that self-pity, and I tell you that all the time. I'm like, hold on. This has nothing to do with you, you know? And, like, if I'm telling him about how I'm feeling or I'm talking or I automatically take it. To, yeah, as, like, it's hold on, fault. this has nothing to do with you. And that's something that I had to realize when I got ghosted by those girls and or my, you know, I felt like my friends had betrayed me or what did I do wrong or why did I not let them know how much they meant to me? Because I'm horrible at telling people that um, I just kind of expect them to know. And so I think that once I got that rhythm, because and you don't being need to a, be
0: told that.
1: No, I just... How I
0: feel about you?
1: No, I just want everything to be equal and in return. So what I do to you, do to me. But I um, just kind of... That's really helped me is just constantly reminding myself. And that's just one of the questions when, you know, in one of our projects that we um, have in our book look in our um, Kingdoms kits that were coming out, um, there's a whole worksheet on there on developing your questions to change your day and that's definitely one of my questions is the moment you do something or you talk to me a certain way I'm like Andre this has nothing to do with you this has nothing to do with the way you're dressed this has nothing to do with the way that you talk this has nothing to do with the temperature in the car this has nothing to do with you at all um I
0: think one of the best things you've told me for creating a better day
1: mm-hmm.
0: is you start out in the morning and you get to write your story. So you, even though it's not, you know, that blueprint's not going to be, got, not going to last throughout the day, mm-hmm. but you get to, you get to write the story of your day and how is it going to look? Yeah, Are you going to be a pissed off guy that's feeling sorry for himself and wants to fight everybody? Or are you going to be a, you know, like my mom always said, let it, let it go on <laughs> Run off. let those insults or whatever go off you like a duck's back. You know, it's like, let's let the uh, roller coaster of life just happen. And sometimes, you know, the goods and the bads are all part of it.
1: Yeah. So the moment that I'm kind of starting to feel offended or defensive or whatever it is, I always ask myself, does this really have something to do with me? Or is he on his manured? What is it? What? Manured? The man period? Yeah.
0: Man PMS. Uh,
1: (laughs) <laughs> we we, uh, like, we, like, we want to get into we, PMS. We, oh, okay. No, 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 no. no. Me and Lexi this. came up with a really good word for Craig on his period because we'll both look at each other and we're like, okay. Really? Is that the time of the month. Lexi's talking too. Yeah, because too, huh? you, guys, you guys all <laughs> – no, you and the boys. You all have your time of the month, and it seems like you're all on the same thing. But anyways, that's different cards for different days getting into kids, which you will see in two episodes from now. So that was a little tools that we have um, – As far as kind of owning your day and making sure that you guys have questions that jolt your system, that jolt you out of that mindset that you can go down the downward spiral and make the things that you're feeling, put rules in place to make it extremely hard to feel that way if it's a negative value.
0: And make it easy to feel good. Yeah.
1: Like I feel loved every time I make eye contact with my husband. Like. It's just you have to make those things super easy because I want to fill those more. Um, and so um, what are some of the exciting things that you've learned about yourself through all of your development the past two months and really going after the career and your brand and all of the things that you've always wanted to do and now launching your executive side of your program? Like, what's something really exciting that you've learned about yourself through all of the changes in development you're in right now? Wow. That's a good question. What's <laughs> some of
0: the the best? The uh, I guess number one thing that I've learned about myself is that never settle. Like don't, I'm not just going to um, and taking the risk on not settling and being able to just put yourself out there. That a lot of people actually respect that and will will have a warm embrace with with you supporting you and just doing what you you know what your your superpower, unique ability, whatever you want to say, call it. That's like you're putting yourself out there because you're very vulnerable and uh I was pretty insecure going into it. I'm very confident in, you know, certain areas of it, but to put myself out there, that's the that was a big risk for me and I learned that there's a, the people that are supporting you and that really love you are going to show themselves to you and they're going to Open mm-hmm. their arms to you and really be supportive of you, of of your journey. I love it when the dog barks in the background. <laughs>
1: um. So one thing that I've learned that um, is super exciting for me is that I, um, I think that I've through all of this development, me finally going through what I want to do. I learned how much shit I can take on at one time. I think that before I was just like, oh, you don't need to add that added stress. You don't need one more thing. You just need to focus on being a mom right now. You need to focus on all these things. And one thing that's super exciting is I've been able to figure out how to block certain times of certain day and feel so accomplished because I did a lot of little things yeah, to work.
0: Really good at that. <laughs> to
1: work <laughs> towards like a big thing. And I think that's something that was so cool to see me looking back on, you know, because I always do a self-reflecting exercise on what I did the past month. Because I'm like, holy shit, it's May! Like I get so upset with me getting older and it getting closer to summer and my kids being home from school. She forgot
0: her age this year.
1: All of those things, <laughs> and so I just I look back on. It, I'm like, I can't believe I started all that, did all of that help the kids with that, all the kids' stuff is good, the kid, you know what I mean? Like, and I was just being able to juggle all of those things because I learned how to block my time and be okay if something else came up or Craig needed my help with something and I still took five more minutes or got up ten minutes early and made sure that I responded to those emails or I did something on social media or whatever it is. Um, That was something really cool to see me challenge myself, put myself out there just by figuring out how to make the best out of blocking time and how kind I could be to myself and let it be okay that things happen and let those things be super exciting that I get to help my husband and I have something that I can give to him that he needs my help with. I mean, there's so many women out there that I'm sure that are listening and there's nothing that your husband's, you know, you don't feel that validation or that, um, significance that your husband needs help. And he doesn't need my help. You don't need my help all the time every day. Um, yeah, pretty much every day. But the days that you (laughs) You do, do I could be like, holy shit, can't you see that I'm doing this, 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 and this? Like I have things that I want to do. I'm just like, how could this be a blessing for me? And just seeing how I was able to develop that as my, um, my go-to was pretty cool. So good job, Andrea. Um, so we just want to leave that message with you guys. Um, we hope you got something out of it. We know this episode's super short. Craig's getting ready to take off to go to this cool shooting course out in Utah um, with all of his buddies. So follow him on social media.
0: Oh, Coach Craig on Instagram and then uh, Craig McCarroll on Facebook. So sweet little story.
1: Yeah, see what (laughs) he's got going on. It's super exciting. Um, We are so thankful to have you guys. You guys can find me on Kingdoms Queen on Instagram. You can watch this podcast on YouTube. Um, You can listen to it everywhere. Um, Kingdoms Insider podcast and you can also go to kingdomsinsider.com and please leave us your feedback what you want. We have a very exciting guest coming up. Um, The last episode of the month is always an interview with an expert because We are not one. Um, So we're here to interview. So make sure that you guys go to kingdomsinsider.com. Give us your questions, your suggestions, something that you would want from an expert entrepreneur who is also a step-parent and dealing with the challenges of blending a family by their own rules. So we want to make sure that you guys know to be the unapologetic you this week um, and keep following us. Leave us your feedback. um, Get involved and keep listening.
0: Thanks for listening. See you guys. (laughs)